You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, podcast? So before we get into today's episode, I want to talk to you about our newest sponsor, Starstock. Starstock is building a sports card marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform, and it's launching next week. This is a ground-level moment, and Starstock is currently looking for people who want to start selling their cards on this new platform. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee, you can send your cards, and it makes it easy to list. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault. You can also choose to ship your cards back at any time or store them there or push them to the market whenever you feel the time is right. You can buy, flip, and sell your cards on the platform with just a click of a button. If you are interested in getting involved as a seller, you can contact Mike at StarStock.com. StarStock is looking for current rookie cards and prospects. For more information, you can also contact Mike at StarStock.com. Now let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I know I've been doing these updates basically on every episode so far, but the tops or Bowman first editions. Now there has been some more information that has come out that I'm not sure what if they came out with this information or not, or if this is it's it's new information to me basically. So uh, and what that information is is first of all, they did do the staggered release of the packs. So that means. They did one Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday today as well. So that'll probably be out in a few hours, depending on when you're listening to this episode. And then, I mean, that's good. And that basically leads me to my second point. Uh, I was watching Slabstock's video, and then also I saw Ryan Cracknell from Beckett tweet about this. And they both brought up the point of how many packs essentially there were because they looked at the the odds of how easy it is to pull a one of one and then how many and this is I mean they also brought up the point like if there if every single player so there's 150 cards on the checklist and the way that they did this as well is they only they only did prospects so you can't pull any um, like veterans or I guess stars. I don't know if they, I don't know if they put legends in Bowman. That would be kind of interesting if they did that, but I don't think they do. So basically, what they did was they calculated how many um, how many one of ones there are. If there's 150, uh, because there's 150 players on the checklist. If there's 150, that means the there there's over 206,000 packs. So I mean, if they're if they're selling out of these packs, that means... And I don't know if they're staggering them throughout the day. I mean, the weird thing that I found was that it looks like half of the people that I'm seeing got the packs. Um, I saw, like, a few people that weren't... That were, like, industry sports card people talking about how they got the packs. I think Mike Summer was one of them. Uh, and... I mean, so that's. I think that's a good thing. I I tried a bunch of times and couldn't get in, so I'm not exactly sure. Like, what the chances? I'm not. I, you know, I don't know what's going. It's it's very similar to those first contenders uh, basketball packs, like I was talking about a couple episodes ago. And the one thing, if you look at how many people are tweeting at them, and I, I forget if I brought this point up on 
the last episode or not, but if you look at, if you just look at how many people are tweeting at them compared to how many people usually tweet at them, like that should be a very distinct indicator of like the popularity of these packs and how how much people think the packs are going to be going to be on the secondary market, which also I did want to point out that they are being sold in hobby shops. So Tops came out and said that they are allocating some of them to some of the MVP stores. So you know, I'm guessing this is just some sort of package that Tops has with either distributors or directly with hobby shops. Uh, I don't know who, who would be an MVP store. I mean, I'm assuming the MVP store is probably the, the stores that are ordering the most product, if I had to guess. Now, I don't know. I mean, they could. there could be like a VIP MVP. I don't know how they, they rank their... Uh, rank your distributors slash stores but some of so it's not only going to be just online so you will hopefully be able to find these packs i mean unfortunately i think if you're not buying them directly from tops you're probably going to be paying a little bit of a premium for um for them just because from ebay it looks like they're selling uh for almost double and then i would imagine i'm imagining it'll be similar on um in, in hobby shops, like just because of what happened with Prism, like even retail blasters of Prism were selling for double what they were. Like I bought two, I think for, well, so it wouldn't have been double, but the, the blasters were 20 and I bought them for 35 a piece. So I only bought two of them. So that's uh, the, that's what happens when some of these products become like a hot product like this. They just end up going up in price. And now it looks like that the cards are all going to be paper uh, except for the chrome autos so um, that's that and I mean I think the Bowman paper cards the first Bowmans may be affected but the chrome base I don't think will be affected so um, if there are 206,000 packs that are made um, and if there are 206,000 packs that means roughly they did I think seven, around 65, it, no, it would, I guess it would be, it'd be closer to seven, 70,000 packs are available. Um, so that means either, and I don't know if they, I'm not sure what's going on with the website because like a lot of people are, are it's just saying sold out right away. So some people are having trouble even getting the packs in general, but I don't, so I don't know, for me, I couldn't get them. Uh, anytime I tried refreshing the page, it would say either error or sold out or you just missed it. So I don't even know, like, what's going on. Like, I don't know if it's a location thing where they are in certain locations. It's easier for people to get the packs. I don't know if that's the case or if just in the in the 30 seconds that I'm trying to refresh the page, someone's already buying them. Um or if like there's a certain amount of time that's like if there's a certain amount of time where people are putting in their orders and then that's kind of freezing up the system so more people couldn't can't put in their orders i don't know and i mean it's it's interesting to see like i don't know what's going to happen when these packs actually come out because like i don't it, it's it's just, it's just interesting to me that these packs are already double and i mean we usually do see, and it could be that it's the first product. It's the first. It's like the first Bowman product, and maybe that could be the reason why they're essentially double, uh, similar to like the 
contenders being the first con- first basketball product for Zion. Now, I do think that Jason Dominguez, from everything that I've heard, this guy is just an absolute beast, and he is. I mean, he's essentially going to be the main seller of Bowman this year. And I don't know how similar it will be to, like, Wanda Franco or any of that type of stuff. But, like, I think what you're seeing what you're, what you're seeing with these prices is the fact that it's a Yankee player. Um, I think that's a big deal, like, because of the market. And, you know, I'm going to be – I'm going to have somebody on probably to talk more about the prospects because I don't – it's not that I – I don't necessarily have – an immense amount of knowledge on these specific prospects this year. I mean, I have general kind of stuff. Like I know Bobby Witt. I know, I mean, I know Jason Dominguez, but like any, anybody other than that, I don't have as much knowledge, but based off of the demand for these packs, I'd say, I'd say the product obviously is pretty in clear demand. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with regular Bowman when that comes out. Like, are we going to see crazy prices on like hobby boxes? And is this going to be another like people going to, because the Bowman Mega Boxes last year, people were going to Targets and stuff and buying all of them and then selling them for double on eBay. So I don't know if that's going to happen because I think it probably will based off of these um, based off of these packs. I think there's a pretty decent chance we will see a decent flip value on some of these packs. Now, what I did when Series One came out this year for uh, for Tops. I went to the store the night before it was supposed to come out, and the, the stock, the, the shelves were already loaded. So, like, that could be a tip for anybody. Like, if you want to get your hands on some Bowman when it actually comes out, which I would be, if you go to a Target, I would be interested to see if they they must have it already because they did push back the, uh, they pushed back the date of the release. But like, I'm imagining that didn't. They everything must be packed out already. Like they can't, there can't be a way that they are repacking anything or putting anything else into these boxes. So like, there's a chance. I, I don't think Target would sell them to you, but like, you could go and say like, hey, when are you going to be stocking these? Uh, because I want to come in and buy them. So that's maybe a strategy you can look at, or like the night before. Because like for me, like I said, the night before Series One was supposed to come out. Uh, the the stocks the shelves were already stocked. So like, they could have some of these Bowman. And I don't know if they have the Bowman Mega Boxes right away, but they should have like the Bowman Blasters, which, you know, they make so many of those, and it's very similar with Series One that like you could go to you could go to eBay right now, and I was actually looking at some eBay listings of some Series One Blasters, and they were like only like eighteen dollars with free shipping, so it's like cheaper than you can get in the store. And then I was looking at some Heritage Blasters, and I think those were like sixteen dollars. So you can get some of these blasters on eBay right now for a little bit cheaper than um a little bit cheaper than you normally would and it's you know it it is un, it is unfortunate if this was like um series two or tops update i'd say buy more of them and just hold on to them but with it being series one like i've said way back when series one came out it's not exactly worth it because of the amount of because of the amount of product that they make of series one it's not really worth like a buy and stash the same way that some of the other products would be for baseball uh, so, you know, if you want to buy some of these blasters for cheaper, there's a chance that, you know, maybe like next year, or the year after they could be in the 30 to $35 range. But like, I'd say the chances are not very good. I'd say maybe look back at 2017, uh, because 2017 series one had some pretty good players similar to, um, similar to this year's product where they had a lot of 
and I think and I think actually the hype for this year's rookies is higher than it was back in 2017. But either way, those are just I would say if you're going to buy them, look back at maybe some of those other prices and see what happens, and just know that you're going to have to hold on to them for a little bit. So the other piece of news that I think is interesting. I think that's how I, I do say that a lot. Whatever. Is the draft was last night. So um, it was pretty, it was a snooze fest. I'll tell you what. Like that was, like the Patriots traded their pick. So I waited all this time. And of course they traded, which, I mean, they traded for a second and a third, I believe. So actually some decent value they got because maybe at 23, they were, because CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy dropped to like the mid teens, which I was very surprised by. Um, I think Judy is going to the Cowboys, and then um, Lamb is going to the Broncos. And it could be the other way around. I'm not. I forget off the top of my head. But so those are the two that I was a little bit surprised by that they dropped kind of pretty far. Um, you know, I mean, it was. It's crazy that like. All this last year, it was like the Dolphins are going to tank for Tua. They're going to get Tua because they're going to have the first round pick or the first overall pick. And then they didn't, and they still got Tua at like five, I think. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I thought that was interesting. You know, one, I guess there was one interesting thing that happened was uh, Justin Love got drafted by the, got drafted by the Packers, which is definitely something, definitely going to be a storyline because they also said that Aaron Rodgers is the same age that Brett Favre was when the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers. So what's going on there? Like is, uh, and, and immediately I love the, my favorite thing about for whatever reason. And I feel like it's, I feel like this has only happened like once or twice where like a star player gets released and then it's like, Oh, the Patriots are going to pick them up. Like Antonio Brown was like that. But like, I feel like no other big name, like, uh, players have gotten released and then gone to the Patriots. So like, I'm not sure why that's always, uh, like a, um, a storyline, but People were like, oh, now is Aaron Rodgers going to go to the Patriots to stick it? I, like, I don't know. Probably not. Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how many years Aaron Rodgers has left. He probably has, like, three to four. And, like, a th- I guess if you're looking at a three to four year window, if love isn't starting at the end of year three, like, you know, maybe that was a, a wasted pick. I don't know because, like, what are they going to do now? Are they going to, are they going to, play him over and then you had Justin Herbert got drafted by the Chargers so that kind of explains that uh let's see who else was an interesting pick I think that was one of the interesting ones and then I mean the Packers pick was <laughs> that was my favorite reaction I think the Raiders did I think they drafted a linebacker and when I went to Twitter people were saying that it was more of a reach you know it'll be cool to see the draft tonight with um I mean the Patriots are finally gonna pick so that's exciting but like other than that, I mean, you know, I, I I don't I hate I hate that now booing the commissioner is like a thing now. Like it always was a thing, and they could have. I mean, honestly, the NFL would have been much smarter to just never market it, and it could have just always been like a fun thing that fans could have done. But now it's like the commissioner's like, oh yeah, boo me, guys. It's like, dude, come on, it's not even fun anymore. Like we don't even want to. So you know, draft, it'll be. It'll be good to finally. It's inter- It's cool to see the. T- you know. You know. Actually, sorry. This is one other point. The one thing that I was annoyed that I was annoyed by, sort of, but also I kind of see their point was. So, 
Adam Schefter tweeted out that was like finally like a sporting event. Like, and then people were like, "Oh, the NBA, the WNBA draft was six days ago." Adam Schefter, it's like, come on, really? Like, that's what like I understand your point, but it's like, I mean, come on, like WNBA draft. I mean, it was on ESPN, which you know they I, I, the Sabrina Sabrina, I forget what her last name is. Like, got drafted first overall. She was like, she's basically like the Michael she, like the Michael Jordan of like this next era of WNBA players, which is super cool, you know, so it's nice to see her go, especially if she's going to New York. So, like, that's going to be huge for, like, her popularity and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, people gatekeeping the WNBA draft was a little bit like, okay, okay, we get it. Like, now, sure, Adam Schefter should have been, should have double thought again, but at the same time, Adam Schefter's an NFL guy. Like, I don't know, like, why people are trying to gatekeep. Whatever, don't, I don't, it doesn't matter. NFL draft is here. We had the WNBA draft two weeks ago. That was fine. I was interested watching some of the picks come through. All I, the only person I knew from that draft really was uh, Sabrina, who went first overall. Um, you know, this the NFL draft, like I said, not super, super interesting to watch. I thought, you know, there weren't any glitches, which is good. Nobody got hacked, another good thing. But, you know, maybe over the next day or two, we'll see some, we'll see some hacks and we'll see some interesting picks come through. Uh, But that's all I got for this episode. I want to thank everyone for listening. Here's for sale on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, If you want to leave a review on iTunes, that would be cool. I don't think I've said that in a while. But either way, you know, thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next episode.